Good morning, you wonderful, beautiful people. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it's going to be June 15th. And I want to be talking to you guys about courage today. This is something that just encouraged me the other day. And uh, I want to share it with you guys. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thank you guys for your donations towards the book. I was officially able to send the book off for production on April 19th. As you guys know, these podcasts are pre-recorded. So the book was sent off for production April 19th. Um, It'll be about a month or so before it gets into the editing part of it. And I think all in all, it's about a five to seven month, five to seven month process. So if any of you guys can, um, you know, help out with getting the contract paid off and also donating money to towards the commercial. You guys, this commercial would be huge. It would be on TBN. I think the new channel is called Inspire. And they reach about 1.6 million households a day. And this commercial would reach that many people. You guys, I don't know about you, but we are definitely in a time where there's a massive identity crisis going on in this country. And, you know, the people who need to be equipped the most is the church. And I believe that if you guys walk yourself through this process that's laid out in the devotional, um, you know, establishing your identity and your character and values, it's going to change your life. I've already done a podcast on this, you guys. If you go back to January 20th through May 21st, 2020, I walk you through a five-month process how to do that. Is it going to take time? Yes. But guess what? That's how life is, right? There's things that you have to unlearn, things you have to learn and integrate into your life. It's a process of removal and planting, right? It's an exchange that happens, right? You put off the old, put on the new. And we have to know how to do that in the context of our lives. And the way that the church has taught it has been more damning than anything. I mean, you know, this teaching about die to yourself has created more, you know, um, confusion for people. And there's so much burnout in the church. The churches are not flourishing. There's a lot of religious people in the church, but that is a whole nother conversation. And so anyway, you guys, thank you for all your support. And uh, like I said, today, I just want to talk to you about something that You know, I was encouraged uh, just yesterday, actually. And, um, you know, I'll just share it with you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and pray and then let's have this conversation. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Lord, I just thank you that you give us courage that we can wait upon you, Lord. Lord, I just pray that, you know, you would strengthen our hearts, Lord, as we wait upon you and the promises you have for us, Lord, and as we're waiting for things to unfold in our life. And you know, just all of these wonderful plans that you have that will just keep our hearts rooted in your grace, your love, your truth, and that we would not grow weary in doing good. And uh, again, Lord, I just thank you for everything that you're doing. I pray you guide and direct this conversation. And um, I pray that you can speak to the hearts of my brothers and sisters out there who are, um, you know, looking to uh, grow in their relationship with you and, and grow in their courage and um, just continue to trust you with all their hearts. So I love you, Lord. Pray you God and direct this and just pray all these things in your holy name. Amen. Oh, the other thing, you guys, really quick, is um, my podcast got invited onto an app called Wisdom. And so you guys can check me out on there. You know, Wisdom is a huge platform that wants to be able to, sorry, you guys, um, encourage people with perspectives that will change their life, right? And, you know, I was reading a book the other day. I had just finished it. I think it was called Abundance from Deepak Chopra. And at the very end of it, he was talking about how 
important wisdom is. And, you know, it made me think that I had no idea what wisdom was. And it was always taught to me sort of in, a, in, an, in an externalized way. I didn't know how to apply it to my life. And that's why I'm excited for you guys to get the devotional because I discuss what that is in an appendix that I wrote up. And, uh, you know, he talked about how important that is. Now, he's obviously writing from another perspective. Um, this book, really anybody can read. If you're a Christian, you might get a little bit offended by some of the things that he says. But, you know, um, at the same time, uh, some of the things he's talking about, you know, is relevant. Um, I like to read different books from all kinds of people just to kind of understand, you know, where people are coming from. And, uh, you know, it kind of gives me an idea of where people are at. Does that make any sense? It helps me see where the need is um, in the in, in the writing community and as well as the world. There's a lot of minds out there that are influencing people. But if we don't know how they're influencing people and what they're saying, how can we figure out what's needed? Right. And so that's the beauty of Nuggets of Truth, too. Some of the things he was talking about at the very end of it, I, it provoked me to say, you know what? I'm going to write something up about wisdom then. Right. Let's talk about that. You know, so because he didn't really go into that too much either. And I was realizing, wow, Lord, this is something that needs to get um, developed and really just taken apart for people so they can use it for themselves. So anyway, you guys, enough of that long winded introduction. So I was in Psalms this just yesterday, I was kind of skimming through them. And uh, I was just looking at Psalm 26 or Psalm 27. And so verse 10, it says, when my mother, it says, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. And I was like, number one, it made me reflect on my life. I, I've shared with you guys, my biological dad called me the secret life. I don't know anything about him. He died in 2012. Um, I don't have any contact with his side of the family. My sister on that side, um, she found out that I was also Ross's daughter. That was my bi biological dad's name. She was completely destroyed. And, you know, I understand that. My dad was at her wedding. My dad, like, completely invested in her 100%. And so she felt so betrayed. Um, I don't know how she's doing with that process, but she still has not been ready to meet me. You guys pray that she will be one day. I think that'd be really cool. Um, but, uh, Anyway, so I was his secret life and I don't know anything about him or that side of the family, but um, you know, so he, he definitely forsake me in that way. Uh, my mother, she was there with me physically, but she abandoned me emotionally and, and mentally. She was in her own little world. And I'm sure there's other people out there who can relate to that, especially if you've had alcoholic parents. They're the most distracted people on the planet. They have so many issues in their life that they're trying to like work through. And, uh, they, and the sad thing is, is, you know, there's you guys, there's solutions out there. Can I just tell you that there are solutions to any problem you're experiencing, whether it's the problem of figuring out who you are, right? There's people out there that are talking about that. I'm talking about it with you guys through my own life. You have to decide in your mind that there's a solution, you know, and, uh, there it's just uh, parents of alcoholics. It's just, you know, if they don't have the right tools or if they're really not ready to, to change, you know, they just stay stuck on the hamster wheel. And so anyway, that was definitely my experience with alcoholic parents. And, um, you know, so I felt very abandoned by them and forsaken by them and grew up very, very quickly at a very young age. As I told you guys, I was trying to have counseling sessions with my dad when I was like five years old, just trying to get him to calm down because, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this too, but you know, uh, alcoholic families, there can be a lot of domestic violence and a lot of screaming, yelling, fighting, trauma, 
BS day in and day out, you guys. I don't remember one day in my life until I moved out where my mom was not screaming and yelling on a daily basis and fighting with, you know, her significant other at the time. My mom had like 31 flavors. You get what I'm saying? Um, no disrespect to my mother, but that's just how she lived her life. And so she was always in constant turmoil. And, uh, you know, that definitely created a lot of things for me that I have had to heal from and work through. And that's why I share this with you guys on the podcast. Um, because I want you to know that I can relate on a human level, <laughs> right, to this world. But I also want you to know that if you are a Christian, you know, um, and if you have gone through the process of your Christianity feeling like a burden, and now you wanted to actually experience the freedom, I can help you with that as well. I've been on both sides of the fence, you guys, with Christianity, you know, and uh, I finally came to understand that God's grace does have a function and a purpose. And uh, it's supposed to restore and heal us from the inside out. But again, we've been taught so much BS in the Christian community that it doesn't do anything for anybody. If anything, it just puts more burdens on others. But anyway, let me get back over here. So it was saying, verse 13, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And that was so encouraging to me, you guys you know, anticipating seeing the goodness of God in the land of the living. I have my own, you know, times guys where I get discouraged and feel frustrated, you know, um, when I don't perceive my life going the way I want it to go at the time, you know, when you have things you need to take care of, for example, I've been, I went to the dentist back in December to get my teeth cleaned. Well, I have to have this special teeth cleaning done. Okay. Cause I haven't, I hadn't hadn't cleaned in a long time. So they want to do like this super deep cleaning and so I've waited four and a half months for them to tell me if my insurance I have is going to cover it. Okay. And so I finally got something in the mail the other day. They want me to pay 132 bucks for this process. And I don't have $132 sitting around because as you guys know, I think I told you we had a tornado come through and, uh, you know, we had to use money for that, right? Pay for extra gas. We had to buy a generator on our Lowe's credit card and we're trying to get that paid off. And, you know, so any extra money that we have a month is, is going towards that. And I think, you know, maybe like an extra hundred dollars we have a month. And so that's, that's going towards that. And it, so it's just frustrating. You know, that was frustrating me. And then, uh, I think the other thing was, um, going to the eye doctor, I went to the eye doctor and the glasses, I, my, my payment is like $191. That's frustrating, right? Especially, you know, we are on one income. And so every dollar is like, <laughs> precious. So I'm just like, dang Lord. And, uh, so I can, I can feel, um, you know, kind of it's, it's discouraged, especially with daily encouragement. It's not generating any income at this point in my life. I just share this stuff with you guys because I love doing it. Um, but I do pray and hope one day that I can create another stream of income for my family. So we can pay for those, you know, unexpected, you know, dentist bills and eye doctors and, and gas and, you know, all these other little things that come up and, uh, you know, so I'm like, Lord, I'm just going to keep believing that you got me doing this. You know, you give me the strength to do this. Cause no matter what, no matter how I feel you guys on the days that I really want to quit. Cause there are days you guys, and I've already told you stories, ripping down dream boards, tearing them up, throwing them in the trash. When I first moved out here, I made some dream boards back in 2020. And, uh, when I moved out here to Tennessee, um, oh man, I, I think I told you guys a story about how it was. I was living, we were, I was living out of a change jar, you know, for about a month. And, um, I was really frustrated you guys. And I just went in my room, I ripped them down, threw them in the garbage, the dream boards. 
And then finally, I, I made some new ones recently. I think it was the beginning of 2021. I felt motivated to um, put them back up and, uh, you know, but I have days where I feel like I want to tear them down. And then I remember how, you know, stupid I felt for doing that the first time, you know, so I just kind of like allow myself to feel those emotions and try not to react on them. But uh, there are days when I just want to quit daily encouragement because I'm like, what the heck, Lord, what's the point, you know? And then um, I just have this fire in me that keeps burning. Like, I don't, I can't, I can't quit even if I wanted to, you know, um, I just have this burning desire that tells me to keep going. So I just say, okay, that's what I'm going to do, Lord. I'm going to keep going no matter how it feels. And uh, just trusting that I'm going to see the goodness of the land of the living. But last part, you guys, and then I'm going to get off here. It's already been 12 minutes. So verse 14, it says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. So that gave me some... Okay, Lord, I, number one, wait on you. Be of good care. Be of good courage. So you guys, I looked up the word courage and I'm going to share that with you really fast. Okay. So courage, that quality of mind, which meets danger or opposition with intrepidity, calmness, and firmness, the quality of being fearless. And I was just like, wow, Lord. Okay. I really got to grow in my courage. You know, that's a value you guys that we can carry. And I realize at times I'm not. I don't always feel very courageous. Anytime I perceive any danger or opposition, it doesn't create courage in me. It creates frustration. And so therefore I was like, okay, Lord, you know what? I really got to work on that. And it says the quality of being fearless, right? Lord, your perfect love casts out fear. So if I'm not fearless, that means I have fear. And that means that I need perfect love, right? Lord, help me to be loved in those places of my life that there is fear in my life. You guys, and I have a lot of fear around finances. I've told you guys many stories that um, money became a thing in my life that brought me a sense of stability emotionally because my parents were not emotionally available for me. All right. My biological dad called me his secret life, but he faithfully paid child support um, after he paid for three paternity tests and realized that I was his child. Okay. Uh, My dad actually, my biological dad had a vasectomy. And so when he was messing around with my mom and, um, you know, my mom got pregnant, he was pretty dang surprised. But if you guys saw a picture of him, maybe I'll put one on social media one day. Uh, we look so much alike. Um, and so there was no doubt that I was his child. And so once he found out that I was his child, after he paid for three paternity tests, he paid child support up until I was 18. And so that brought me a sense of security of him bringing that money because it was needed. You guys, it was chaos without it. Okay. Did you guys know my mom and my dad, especially my mom, she was the worst. If there was any kind of money that came in the house, birthday money, she would take it. Oh my gosh. I remember my grandma would send me 20 bucks for my birthday every year and I would be so excited, but I never got it. My dad, my mom would be like, I need that money, Ashley. And I'm like, mom, it's my birthday money. Like that was my money to go down to the store and get myself something and uh it would turn into this huge blowout fight my mom needed smoke so she needed beer or whatever and so my dad would be like please Ashley we just give us the money and so he would take me down to the store he'd let me pick out like a candy bar or something and then uh he would use the rest of the money for what was needed my dad was really cool about it I know he my stepdad I know he felt like a complete piece of crap for it but you know he they needed it and you know I was like, okay, dad, whatever. 
But anyway, what was the point of me telling you guys that story? Oh, emotional security around money. You guys, that is something I'm still fighting off to this day. That has not left me. Okay. And so I ask the Lord every day, Lord, help me to be emotionally secure in you and not to money. Even if I had a lot of money that I wouldn't be emotionally tied to it. Does that make sense you guys? And so I'm just like, Lord, allow, allow my heart to be in that place where I'm stable emotionally because of who you are in my life and your character and not the amount of money that's in my life. Okay. Does that make sense you guys? So anyway, um, so courage. And so then the other definition, Oh, okay. Excuse me. So I looked up the three words. Well, I looked up an intrepidity, you know, it says courage, that quality of mind, which meets danger or opposition with intrepidity, calmness, and firmness, the quality of being fearless. Okay. So then I was like, I'm going to look up intrepidity and see what that means. I hope I'm saying it right. And that just means unshaken in the presence of danger, dauntless and brave. And so then my prayer was like, Lord, please make me into that person that would be unshaken in the presence of danger. Um, in, in my own mind, perceived danger that I would perceive. Right. And, and Jesus says he is our salvation. Salvation is any means of deliverance from danger, evil, or ruin. So whatever I perceive in my life as to be dangerous. Okay. That he would make me unshaken in the presence of that because he is in me and he is my salvation. Right. And so I was just praying that the Lord would make me so much more courageous than, than, than what I already am. I, I believe I have courage to a degree, but I can definitely grow in it, you guys. And so I'm just praying that God would make me more, more courageous. And I pray he does that for you. And if courage is just means to be fearless, that if we are struggling with fear, right? You guys know there's all kinds of crap going on in the world right now. All kinds of stories, all kinds of this and that. The Lord already said this stuff was going to happen. Did he not? that our hearts would just be fearless because of who he is and his function in our life. He is our salvation. His function is to deliver us from danger, evil, or ruin. If we read the scriptures, it says the righteous will be taken care of. They're as bold as a lion. We have, we have this guarantee within our hearts, you know, where the kingdom of heaven is that's given us access to all these things. And so I'm just praying that the Lord would help us to really enter into that and, and be that distinction between the wicked and, and the ones who believe God, the righteous, the ones who have the Holy Spirit, the ones who believe God and um, who love him. So anyway, you guys, that is all I have for you today. Um, I just want to share my, you know, life with you and, and my thoughts. And I hope it encourages you guys. Um, by the time you guys hear this episode, you've already heard it. I was going to say I'm doing a podcast on hypocrisy, but that already came out. This one is after that. So anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed the content. And um, I'll keep you guys updated on the progress of the book. You guys have an awesome rest of the day. Please leave me a review on Spotify or iTunes. That does help the podcast. And, uh, you know, leave a rating, leave a comment, share it on your social media, go through the life coaching process, share that with your friends. You guys can help this podcast grow. My goal is to get at least 10,000 downloads by October or even more. I don't know what the magic number is for podcasts as far as, you know, after you get so many downloads, it gets more traction, but I'm praying that that number will be whatever it needs to be. So anyway, friends, you guys have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you next time.